MySpace is on a steady decline, <laughs> and this just proves it. Uh, so yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Mediocrity Inside gets our music from MySpace. Today, not for, for very long. But n- not much longer. <laughs> it's Pandora all the way home. All right. So um, I guess that means that Facebook is the new top dog as far as social media goes. Yeah, because they don't have music, so they can't fuck it up. Yeah, you heard it here. Well, not first, but probably last. Uh, Mediocrity inside. You heard it here last. So what are we gonna do for the next hour? <laughs> All right. Well, actually, we got um, our our buddy Max is out with a new child. Congratulations, Max. Baby. Well, uh, we'll cheers to you, everybody. Oh. Here's one to Max and Sebastian Xavier. Sebastian Congratulations. Xavier. What a great name, Sebastian. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go take to calling him Basher. I, I like it. See, I got screwed. My parents named me Sound Guy, you know? And I'm like, fuck, this is so horrible. But that's G. That's that's pretty cool. You yeah. know? Your initials are pretty badass. I don't know. I'd rather be named Sebastian. I don't know. I'll have to, we're going to work on that. Well, since Max is out, we actually have a wonderful guest host. I think I described him last time as our most mediocre host to date. <laughs> and hopefully our view, our viewers, listeners will agree you're still a pretty mediocre guy. Yeah, so is that is too it, special. Is that something you've been elevated to? Like uh, elevated to like mediocre status? Or is that... No, I think that's... Uh, I, I think you might have to get demoted there. I think I've always been pretty mediocre. Well, as long as you don't, you know, rock the boat, I guess you kind of just stay at mediocre. Exactly. And I, and I don't, I don't aspire to do much. So, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm right there. I think I'm gonna stay there for a while. That's why you're fifth grade on the show. We got Scooter tonight for you. Um, what do we got on the board for the night? How do we pronounce that? Theremin. 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 It sounds like some sort of cough medicine. It it, but, it may be. No, no. Actually, this anyone is, check into this? It's it's an instrument. It's an electronic. It may be possibly the first electronic instrument, because it was I think right around the time of electricity. So that kind of makes sense. Um, yes, the theremin. We'll hear a little more about it. What we have after that? Let's see. We're gonna talk. Uh, a little bit on the rant about interviews of people that know nothing. That's, you know, that's a nice way because it, it started out like politics and, you know, with that idea and oh, I've now it's just people in general and I think that really does encompass the world. Yeah, we, we've generalized it. We, we've pr- tried to bring everybody into, our, into the fold, you know. And then after that I think we'll take a break and hear a little tech stuff. Yes. All right. We'll split it out there. We might have a, a special call in. We'll see if we can make it. Can't make any promises on that, though. So. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the skin put. Skin put. Which, which, which sounds exciting. 
I, I'm intrigued. I, I I thought it was a pornographic thing or something. I was like, oh, should I click on this link? But uh, it's not. It's well, it's kind of like shot put, but done with human body parts that weigh the same. So no, like, it's like seven pounds for the head, I think. Is it three hum, pounds? Human head. Pounds? <laughs> human head. Human head, maybe a foot? Well, I mean, that's almost a hammer toss. Mm. Foot is almost hammer toss status. Would you say it would be possibly hammer toe toss? Hammer, hammer toe, toe toss. Anyone? I like it. Anyone? I like it. You down with the HTT? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> all right, but in all seriousness, the skin put is a... A new sort, it's actually a new product on a movement to make computerized items more accessible to people by using people. Robots. Ro uh, cybernetics is what they like to call mm -hmm. it. Yes. Yeah. Cyberdang. Did, did they make a movie about that and didn't not turn out so well? Wasn't it called Terminator? No, no, no. no. It came out no. great. He's now a governor. No. I mean, touche. Yeah, so how badly could that have turned out? Are you John Connor? <laughs> I wonder how many John Connors live in California. Ooh. I don't know. Do you think they're a little bit freaked out? Yeah, I don't know. John Connor, you must pay more for your car registration. Do you think the governor, when he maybe gets a little sauced, tries to call the John Connors? I don't exactly. know. I think that would be fantastic. If I was named John Connor and I got a call from Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor, I would run. I would be terrified. I would go to, like, Oregon, Arizona, like, whatever I could get out of California too quickest. Absolutely. Yes. He is the resistance. Mexico, yeah. dude. Mexico. But do, if it doesn't, you know, shake apart and fall off. <laughs> so, the theremin. The theremin is actually a brilliant, brilliant product. It was the idea of this guy, uh, blah, 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 Russian dude, Theremin, back in the 1920s. I believe it was 1920s, early 1920s. He was a Russian inventor. He decided to make an electronic... Uh, sure it wasn't Thereminov? No, it was Theremin. Are you sure? No. You just said Russian. Sounds yeah. right. And it does, but it wasn't. It was like Vladimir Theremin or something. Yeah, something like that. Theremin. I think it was like Alexei Theremin or something. But... So... Theremin invents this thing that it takes radio waves and takes the interception of radio waves and puts it through an oscillator, lots of big words, and it comes out to music. And, so, and, and I mean, the thing about the theremin, though, is, is there's some pretty popular songs that have used it that probably people have no idea what the instrument is. I still have no idea what the instrument is, and I've been doing research on it all day. It, it, it kind of has two antennas, and in those two antennas, they form an X and a Y field. And the X, and based on where you are on that grid, it determines the frequency or amplitude modulation, which is like AM, FM, but it actually translates out into the volume and the pitch. So basically, you end up with an instrument that's... Like that's kind of like shitty theremin, but it's kind of like it's it's like a tone that rises and falls yes. as you move your hand between the two antennas. Was that a clip from Enya? It very well could have been. It sounded very close to that. So essentially, you're playing rabbit ears from a TV. That's what it looks like. And, uh, I wouldn't really say playing them. I think that you would be. Putting your body into... It, it, it's kind of like Tai Chi between rabbit ears. I, yeah. I, I see that. I can see that. I so, mean, 
anyone look into the effects of possibly, you know, brain damage from standing in a bunch of radio waves? That's a good question. Doing Tai Chi? I, I haven't actually looked into it. However, last podcast we did actually talk about a guy in Kansas, John Kansas, Firewater Burn. Oh, yeah. Um, he was able to take salt water, put salt water between or bombard it with radio waves and make it turn into fire. Fire, right. Yeah. I've seen that. So I guess... And also, didn't he, correct me if I'm wrong, find a cure for cancer by stuffing tumors with gold and then zapping them with radio waves? That's exactly what he did. Uh, it, it proved 100% effective on rabbits, I guess. There's right. gold in there, tumors. <laughs> so yes, I, I mean, I could see that there's probably a chance for that. However, the voltage that it's putting out... Um, they, they said it would probably be judged in pico picofarads or possibly femtofarads, which I imagine are very, very, very low radiation frequency electricity charges. I don't know. I really like femtofarids. the names. Femtofarads. Wait, can you say them again? Fecofarads? Pico. Fico. Pico de gallo. Pico de farad. <laughs> you got your fecofarads and your Pikachus. No, um, so pico... Picofarads and femtofarads. Picofarads and femtofarads. Very small measures of. Uh, like an animal? Like, uh, the, like the fuzzy thing? Like no, no, no. F A R A D. Like if you, oh, very if you oh. do car audio, you know that there's capacitors. capacitors. And capacitors are oh, judged ferrets. in ferrets. Yes. So, Interesting. Yes. I, I do know this. This would be considered a picofarad or a femtofarad. Femto. Which I've never even known Sounds that sexy. on a. Yeah. I wanted to wear that. So, uh, basically, there's a lot of music that's actually been played in these. It was developed in the 1920s, brought over to the U.S. in the 19 in 1928, and patented. Um, but the guy figured out what it was. He showed it off to Vladimir Lenin, who was uh, the leader of Russia at the time. Lenin fell in love with it I bet. so much so that he learned how to play it. And commissioned 600 of them to be built and sent all around, like the uh, Soviet Union or Russia at the time. Yeah, Russia. All around Russia to be able to learn to be Well, I guess it people. was the Soviet Union if it was Lenin. Probably yeah. still Soviet, yeah. USSR. Yeah. So, but, incidentally, so, I, I, so I'm just imagining so bald dude with the, you know, he's such oh, kind of, totally. guy, I mean, he's been, you know, like, he's such an icon, you know. You know, doing India songs. But it was, I mean, he showed it off to the world, and he actually showed, sent him to, like, the World Music Festival in Germany or something to show it off because Russia has now invented electronic music. And, and here's the crazy thing. I, if you think of the context of this, I mean, there was no amplified music whatsoever, right? I mean, at that point. I mean, it's I mean, like pre-electric guitars. Possibly or, or amplified maybe the music. Amplified, okay. Uh, possibly amplified music but this made is just from something else. Yeah, from, okay, so so we probably have like maybe on. Yeah, like a pickup for a guitar. 28? Yeah, I'd imagine there could be a pickup for a guitar. Like a humbucker. Yeah, or maybe some yeah. basic, basic, super basic. Yeah, just some sort of a pickup. Some but they definitely of, had microphones Some and sort stuff. of way to have a microphone and speaker set up. Yeah. I, I think that that could definitely happen. But just, I mean, it, it, just the idea, I mean... Because, I mean, in life, you always feel... I mean, you know, when you're in the moment, you're living the future, man. 
So they're like, wow, man, look at this crazy shit. One day they're going to come out with, like, keyboards, and then they're going to be, like, Boy George songs. And So Lady Gaga pretty much <laughs> owes her entire career to, to this guy. Really? She owes well, her poker face, though. I, I mean, you know. Poker face, my poker Synthesizers face. actually came out of this. They were first, when they were first, like, popularized, this dude, um, th- uh, Theremin, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie Theron. Yeah, she's hot. I always want to c- call him Thermometer. I want to too. Well, Theremin. Theremin. He actually gave the rights to RCA to build these, and RCA started building them, and they found that it was actually more popular to sell them as a kit. So they started selling hmm. theremins as a kit, where to nerds. You would put the entire thing together, and then you'd be able to play this nerd. Ham radio operators. Exactly. Something like, like yeah. that. I built those Atari from Radio Shack parts. I love ham radios. I want to play my ham radio. Well, this one guy um, actually started, he built his own. He started playing with, playing with it. Um, he started stroking. And then he started building them and selling them. And he, he then started a synthesizer, or like developed the synthesizer. Was that Moog? Moog. Bam! Yeah. Moog. He actually, uh, he credits everything he learned about electronic music and synthesization to the theremin. And uh, that's where, I mean, that's pretty much where we can trace all electronic music back to. Now, here's here's another person that, that kind of picked up with a synthesizer, Raymond Scott. And he did a ton of songs. He, I mean, he did a lot of commercials. Um, he did music for babies. Hmm? Like, like, it's like beeps and boop. I'll see if I can find one. I see if he's on MySpace. MySpace yet. He might be on MySpace. I know he's probably dead by now, but but his music lasts. And it, and it's there's a lot of times uh, there's a lot of stuff that he wrote. And he, before that he he did like uh, jazz and stuff. But he was one of the the early pioneers of electronic music too. But it, but again, it, but he was using the Moog. And, I mean, that's, yeah. I read an article in a Guitar Magazine. But you know who actually used a theremin? Or uses a theremin. Um, oh, you weren't there for this episode or for this podcast. Our our band, um, Small Link Sing Ships. They use a they use a theremin. No way. Yeah, that's how I how I first started learning oh, about this. Oh shit! It's, that's our buddy's band, and they they're a pretty crazy band. But one of the guys plays a the theremin. Kind of sound, but no. But uh, one of our buddies plays with a theremin in a band, and when he's in the band, I thought that he was the mad scientist because I kind of saw him. Going like this and just moving around. For our listeners, you can't see this, but dancing. It, 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 it looks like. And then he kept looking around, chi. and it, it sounded like he had the knob for fuzz. Hmm? Yeah, he just made turn all of a sudden and, and at points in the song. He thought that it needed more fuzz. He was like. Stack. Is that the sound that it was producing? Huh. So is that yeah, what a theremin? Does anyone know what a theremin sounds okay, like? Okay, well, I, I, here's a great explanation of what yeah, a theremin yeah. sounds like. The Beach Boys song, Good Vibrations. I'm looking at good vibrations. Look, look. And that's a little, theremin, little, little spooky, little rad. No, no, it's just, it's just that... Yeah, I'm a theremin. I feel like I'm a theremin guy. In my head, it sounds like a theremin, but in these headphones, it does not sound like a head. I apologize for the folks at home. That's very interesting. I never knew that. Are you sure that a theremin was used in that? I'm positive. Oh, that's very interesting. 
Um, I believe there's all. I I think that they use them in a lot of soundtracks for like scary movies too. Mm -hmm. Or UFOs uh, flying away. You know, it's like the funky fifty sound. Uh, It's it's. There's probably a lot of instances where um, you know you've actually like heard it and you just had no idea. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to recognize it if if I heard it, if I was listening to it. I don't think I'd be able to recognize it. You'd be like, is that guy playing a spaceship? Is that a flying saucer that he's playing? Do they have a spaceship in their band? They yeah. may. I've seen it. They can have spaceships in their band. Well, really? I've heard it. Who has one? Do you uh, know any bands? A lot, lot of bands. A lot of bands use spaceships. You know, or maybe a theremin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't ask them. We'll I, talk about it. I know that there is a, um, there is a band, Fish. Ooh. And one of the guys in Fish actually, for a while, played a uh, a vacuum. I'm not exactly sure how you play a vacuum. I think he had some sort of reed contraption that he put on it, something like, or maybe some sort of flute type contra- contraption. But he actually played a vacuum in concert. He would play a vacuum while jumping on a trampoline. Hmm. I went to a Fish concert, but I couldn't tell you. What they did? Oh, well, that's you ever been to a fish concert? No, actually, I have not. Oh my gosh! Really? Wow! Is that like a like a kind of Grateful Dead type crowd? It's it's mixed uh, with Jimmy Buffett fans. It's it's exactly it's Jimmy Buffett slash Grateful Dead. Possibly, there seem to be a lot of homeless people there. So I'm not sure if they were just like real hardcore hippies or if they were actually homeless. I mean, well, you know, I, well, I uh, they're probably not homeless. You know what, I though? think they consider themselves fish heads. As far as like, uh, I mean, because I went to a Grateful Dead concert. You know, past homeless. fish heads. Back in the oh, day. And uh, no, there was a lot of people there that did look homeless, but they just followed the band. That's just what they did. How, how do you These think they get weren't in? in the concert, though. Oh, <laughs> oh! So they have the big old like the do like the whole like uh, swap meet outside of the concert. Yeah, yeah. That's how the Grateful Dead was. People would walk around balloons with nitrous and stuff, and yeah, some trying, trying to score free drugs. But God bless. Never seen as as many joints being passed. Just I mean, just huge Bob Marley cones back and forth. You ever notice that there, there's always like parents with their kids and you know they live that's their life and I'm like these kids are going to write books when they get old books they're oh, going to write gonna books about their experiences in life probably play theremins yeah. and you know I'm going to read them I'm going to be a punk theremin band guy I mean that might be some of the best thing that you could do for Interesting. your kids but you have to teach them to produce <laughs> we just had a thought here punk right. theremin a punk theremin punk theremin band god save the queen what would it sound like what would Sex Pistols sound like on theremin? Hmm. Like it's a drug. Hey man, you ever heard punk rock on theremin? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we should get a, uh, we should put together a whole paraplegic band. They can just play, one of the guys can play a theremin, the other guy can play a lap harp. Um, drums should be okay. You'd have to have like some sort of a pull lever for for well, a kick drum. Why does it have to be paraplegic? You can have a quadriplegic band with a theremin. We could get you a peanut. Could. We could get we could get a guy with no arms and no legs to just roll back and forth within the vortex field that the theremin creates and make quadriplegic noises. You do understand he would probably become pretty famous for that. Real famous. Like I, I Real famous. Was, 
sell out crowds. Hey, uh, you know, we were talking about the theremin, and, and it's occurred to me that we have access to the internet, and the sound goes right into here. So, we're going to find the theremin sound? Go for it. Come on. Go for it. You're the one. Come on, theremin yeah. guy. Sound guy. He's like you a do robot. know how to use a computer, right? Yeah, yeah. You've surfed, I think it's out of ink. You've surfed the internet before, haven't you? I, I, I did, but it's, it's computers. Did you get caught in the World Wide Web? No, I'm here, but it's, it's not playing. All right. So I we're saying that. Is, is, we... is the volume on? Yeah, it should be. Oh! Yeah, dude, I don't think I'm going to... i got to change my name. The sound guy thing. Oh, the I bad sound guy? <laughs> I don't know how that felt. <laughs> I just I mean, got theremined up the ass. That, <laughs> I'm sorry, do you feel violated? I, I, I just took theremin. I just got orally raped. But orally, like A-U-R-A-L-L-Y. That sounds like the worst kind of circus. <laughs> Alright. So that, which, that constant which melody part? in the background, it's that... Oh, okay, because... What, what's the other part doing? Yeah. Because the other one sounds sounds like a digital harp, and I hate that. I mean, that it'd that, be pretty cool if it wasn't for the something against digital harps. You're telling me this doesn't terrify you? <laughs> My word, I am so scared right now. If they if they like brought both of them up and down real quick, and it was like, yeah, I would think somebody was getting killed. This sounds like something from a leprechaun or or. Poltergeist? Does this not sound like Poltergeist? Do you, do you recognize the song, though? Poltergeist? Is it something from Star Wars? Legend of Zelda. Oh, Legend of Zelda. Wow. That's kind of creepy. Link, come to Hyrule. We if, you, sure if, you know what, if you know what Hyrule is, you are a dork. They're coming out with a movie pretty soon. This this is totally not even a, a therapy. This is, is this like... No, 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 but that was... I mean, it's, it's an instrument, so it's played with other instruments, but but that... That yeah, would be kind of weird if it's a theremin part. Like, from, like, a original Zelda? Yeah. Yeah, uh, is, dude, I'm old, is man. It, isn't that just on, like, uh, what's oh, the no, really no, called? No, they're playing the, the song. Yeah, like, yeah, from, somebody duplicated. Oh, like, oh, I gotcha, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I was like, that's, like... Because now they got orchestras doing, like... 16-bit or whatever they call it that's just all... Yeah, yeah, not like that. No, but they're redoing those songs like an orchestra. They got, like, the Mario Brothers that... It's like... You know, like yeah, like I've seen that. Those are pretty awesome. They are, dude. Oh, it's, it's real sweet. But the the theremin, man. I mean, so how do you get one? What um, do you got to do? You can buy one on the internet. You can get them from Moog. I hear they're really good. They uh, they're also called Ether Waves, which sounds just freaking awesome. Ether Waves. Um, yes, I take that. Ether Wave Therminator. Or thir- <laughs> Therminator. Oh, Therminator. Good. No, we're sticking with that Therminator. Therminator. Did you like bring it all around? Yeah, do, I do, break you. Does, does anyone really even know what a Therminator or a, a theremin is? Um. Yeah, it's got two really two antennas. Really? On. How how confident are we in our in our knowledge of theremins? I could pick one out of a crowd. That one with the rabbit ears. That's the theremin, and he took my wallet too. Because this kind of leads in into our into our next topic. About the rant. Oh, well, interviews of people that know nothing. Incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, I know absolutely nothing about theremins other than I googled it for a brief moment today. I may even be pronouncing it wrong. Who knows? <laughs> but, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting um, because I know nothing about them. Everything that I know, I just learned. 
Just now, including and, the Zelda song. And see the... <laughs> and possibly Anya. And you'll probably forget it, too. And I will forget it, absolutely, because... All right, so I don't have to risk you or threaten you with bodily injury because you knew nothing about that, and that kind of pisses me off. I would at least like a uh, one of my broke meal stouts here. So, <laughs> speaking of pissing me off... I think we can all relate to this. Interviews of people, like the media, trying to inform you about something. I mean, that's what media is for, right? Yeah. The media trying to inform you with something. So they interview these people about it, and the people that they're interviewing don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway. Like I heard on the radio this morning. It was NPR. Sorry to, sorry to diss it, but it deserves it. This is uh, National Public Radio. So... And they're interviewing this politician. I mean, they're passing a bill about financial this and that. And they're interviewing him about derivatives. They're like, why do we need legislation on derivatives? He goes, because they're very hard to understand. It's like a bet. But it's a very hard to understand one. And because we don't understand it, uh, we need tighter re regulation on it. It was like, well... That's not really a good... That's What are you going to do? Are you going to have people looking over this stuff when they don't know what they're looking for? Or, 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 or is there, like, police that are just going to bust out of nowhere? Oh, it's not simple enough. That's too complicated. Redo it. Complication police. Yeah. So it's a little more complicated than that, but that's kind of the basis behind it. This guy just had no idea. They And the media was interviewing him for his opinion. And he couldn't... He couldn't tell anything about it except that he didn't understand it. So, wait, wait, okay. And that we needed regulation. Wait, I think I understand no it. it. But basically, like, it's like if you're an airline and you lock in fuel prices for the next five years at this rate, and you're kind of guessing that, that you know, of course, it's a good deal. So, it's, it, it is a bet in that sense, but it, it seems like it's a little bit more understandable than the senator who whoever this person wants to you know. Well, he didn't explain anything about it. I thought I would think that the reason for being the media interviewing people is trying to educate people about what's actually happening not just to tell i mean you, you didn't have him, need to have him on there the people know to tell yeah, us that they don't know what's going on and the thing is the guy's going on tv you think you're just a little brush up on wikipedia or something just like exactly five minutes before well from what i understand i mean it wasn't it, it just it wasn't any sort of news. It was non-news. They were taking a bare time with non-news. Yeah, they might as well just interview people on news. On news. No, but you, you never. When they had the guy on the street, you know, inter, you know, it's it's it might as well be like that, you know, where they're just like, "Why do you think of space aliens? Oh, I, I think they're great." You know, it's like they're I no agree. more informative than than anybody else. You know, if you really want, you have to go to economists, you have to go to scientists and stuff, and to explain derivatives, it's probably not very exciting. It's probably like, you know. Um, I don't know, like 10 minutes of really crappy news to most people. That We should find that guy that makes that thing exciting, and then we should parade him around the news station. I bet you there's got to be a guy out there that... Because, uh, I mean, there's there's some physicists and stuff that make, like, documentaries and stuff. They, they turn a, a crazy subject into something really exciting, you know, because usually the British are like, well, did a CERN lab to go this beautiful particle accelerator. You know, they, they just need somebody like that for, like, economics and stuff so you can be like oh it's so crazy the money goes here and I, I agree I mean I think that uh, shouldn't shouldn't agencies like media agencies have people that they can turn to for this well here's here's something so you've got you've got the media who's playing to the masses right the masses are 
stupid. Okay. Real, real stupid. So, if they get someone on the TV, and this is just my conspiracy theory, they get someone who's, you know, a senator or an expert in, you know, whatever it is, and they sit there and say, basically Babylon, how they don't know, you know, what whatever it is they're talking about, whatever subject, it's too complicated, whatever, then the masses can sit there and say, well, if this guy can't even get it, you know, we were duped, and, you know, they can kind of create a situation where they're saying, well, yeah, we need regulation. We're going to vote on that regulation. We're going to do this because, you know, even these experts in these areas who know this legislation and know this stuff and these regulations, you know, what we have now and what we could have, they don't even understand the kinds of things that they're trying to pass legislation on. So obviously we need regulation. Like, like so, they're the litmus test almost. You know? yeah. They're like the fall guy for the stupid. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're the person for the stupid to rally around saying this guy should know what's going on because he doesn't and he's above us. We should be able, you know, we, we need to pass legislation, right? Like, do you I get mean, what I'm saying? I, I totally get it. I, I, I think, think that, but, but I, I take it a step farther. Uh, taxes, it seems like every year they're more and more complicated and stuff. And um, it, it seems just to only fuel positions and accounting and, and stuff like that. So I mean, I'm sure it helps the economy, but I mean, they should really have it to where like they, they'll have a test subject or like a test group where they're like, hey, can you do your taxes? You know, without actually having to seek out like actual help. And if they're, you know, if people can't do it, then they should be like, man, we should reevaluate this and think about it, making it simplified. And I, I think that's a, that's a good litmus test. If we can't have somebody on our media that we have in our public, as a public figure or something, that can talk to us about the subject that they're supposed to be talking to us about, they shouldn't be where they are. Like, or we have to change everything in order to make them, to put them back into that place where they are where they should be. Yes. Like, you know, training like, or something. Exactly. Like, well, no, like, if, if you've got this person who should be up here and be able to know all this stuff. Up right? where? Like, like a politician, like a, a okay. congressman, senator, you know, whatever it may be. And they are kind of an elite group. And, you know, our, our decision makers are speaking, you know, for the public, should have, you know, more knowledge about what's going on than the general public is going to. And if they can't understand it, then we've got to change the rules so that they understand it because automatically that's going to make the masses understand it because they're representing the masses. It's yeah. like a bunch. It, see, well, okay. I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, my my so, theory, what I'm trying to say is, why do we pick the guy that doesn't know it to interview? Like, you're the media. You should right. be telling us, you should be giving us more than this guy doesn't know. Like, right. guy on the street. What the hell does guy on the street tell us? Like, I, I saw an interview once where they were talking about a band. And they interviewed this dude, and they actually gave him TV time to, be go, to say, you know, I don't know who that is. I don't really listen to him. I just, uh, I, I play my own music, so I don't like to listen to other types of music. I mean, if you're doing a, a short bit about a band, 
why are you gonna why are you gonna bring in this guy that doesn't know anything about anything? Well, they, they seem to do that. It's totally like um, you know, it's all about uh, basically just having something visual. You know, like you ever you know if they do like like say they do a news report on obese people. You know, they don't show the news reporter saying. You know, just talking about obese people, they, they cut to images, they put some guy on the street and they're like, hey, today we need you to film fat people. So you're going to hang outside of Jenny Craig and Weight Watches and just film people walking by, you know, just from the neck down because we, we can't put their face on TV. And um, yeah, when we talk about fat people, we'll cut to your segment and it's, you know, it's like a visual, you know, it's, it's there's commercials and news programs. And as long as there's commercials and news programs, a news program is going to be no more. Uh, it's 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 on the same level as a sitcom. They're just trying to get you to watch, you know. And 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 you know we're gonna when we come back we're gonna talk to Senator Charles Sherman to, you know, talk about uh, the derivatives, you know. And then you're like, oh cool, you know, somebody that really knows. And then you get disappointed, but you stayed there. You watched the fucking Stouffer's Hot Pockets commercial. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. What the fuck's up about that? Ooh. Like, Ooh, interesting we, angle. what's up with that? That was, that was very good. That was a great explanation, and I, I'm I'm in agreement. That's because I know what way. I'm talking about. I've been that's the same. I've been way. lied to my whole life. I'm a conspiracy theorist too. When they're like, <laughs> you know, we figured out the cure for cancer. So just watch our show for the next thirty years. You'll have to call in every night, and if you do, we'll tell you the cure for cancer. Oh, it's just it's just like the news. Like when you see a commercial during that's the day for dead. for the evening news. You have to watch tonight because this could save your life, but we'll tell you at 10. Why? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I have to wait till 10 to, to know what's going to save my life. What happens yeah. between 4 and 10? There's a six-hour gap there. What if, what if that news saved my life or I die in I the would, next six hours? You know, I, it's ratings. when I almost die, I'm going to look into the news and see if there was something that they... Push till later on, and so on, and so on, because that's how people do things these days. That's I mean, that is the approved method of operation. That's 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 what you do if you're upset about something. You sue them, right? Obviously. I, that's that's what everybody's told. Me. Or or if you're just looking for a free ride, hey, maybe you like to hang out. You don't really like to work so much, but you need some money for beer, and you know, maybe to have have a good time. You get on the payroll of the boss's son. Exactly. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I gotta maybe I gotta sue someone. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe do I gotta get hit by a car? I don't, do I have to slip in Walmart? I don't know. Yeah. It, it could happen. I didn't say that. Like it, it's not that it hasn't happened before. Like there there is a precedence here. There there is. I I completely understand. I agree. And uh, but what the fuck? Why are we just gonna talk to people that know nothing? I guess they're just going to do it so they can keep our ratings, but fuck them. Right. That's like feeding us, you know, feeding us two kinds, two different patties of chicken with some bacon, some cheese, and some sauce, and no bun whatsoever. You just stick it in your mouth and get fat. (laughs) I've seen that. You know? Like, it's not really good for you, but it'll keep your attention. Oh, yeah, exactly. Stick this in your face. Because it'll keep people watching. I think that's, I think that's the bottom line, is they interview people that don't know shit about shit so that it keeps people that don't know shit watching. And they can relate. They can say, oh, there's this guy. He got elected senator. He's got to be important. 
he knows nothing, I know nothing, we're together, I'm going to keep watching, I'm going to keep doing this, I'm going to keep hanging out, because I like it. I don't know, I don't think I like we're all stupid. It, it, it's, I feel it's horrible for agreeing with the stupidity just to listen. Like, we're going to get, we're going to get the dumb people to listen. Uh, exactly. I mean, that's a huge audience, I guess. Dumb people? Yeah. It's the majority. And, <laughs> and dumb people buy stupid shit. And Dumb that's people poor love to buy stupid shit. Yeah. God bless me. The Floby on the TV Floby. at three in the morning. You hook it to your vacuum. You suck your hair. It cuts. The suck good. cut. Yeah, it the suck cut. And it cuts. And it cuts. Yeah. Well, it certainly does. Do you suck. have a vacuum and you don't give a shit about your hair? Maybe the Floby's right for you. If you call now. Or the the uh, the slap chop. Slap chop. You're gonna love my nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's I mean, you could do the same thing with a knife, but we don't make any money, so you gotta send us $24,000. Bikini, linguini, martini. Mm. See, do you know what I want? This is what they want. I want them to sell me. I want a drink stand like they have for coffee. You know how you can push a couple of buttons? And it just makes your coffee for you. Right, for beer? Drops out a cup, makes your coffee. I want one of those for drinks. Beers and well, stuff. Well, liquor. Mm, liquor. Like, you can ask for They actually have one of those. Martini. I, they made one at MIT. They, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's where I, I seen read it. the story. Uh, but the, all you have to do is you hit a button and it has a perfectly made drink. Could you imagine the kind of bar we could open with absolutely zero waiters and waitresses? The person just walks in, no bartenders. There's just one person standing there checking IDs at the door, and boom, the person comes in. They, they put their money in the machine. They don't even have to tip. They just put their money in the machine and boop, 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 boop. And you can tell it exactly how you want it. You and you know, put in like your number, like this is a four thousand, a four four yeah. six five six, like a margarita machine. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Then the entire thing just kind of, it it just it goes has boop, 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 all over. And you know it what that boop, 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 Huh? It's a theremin. Oh, theremin! Like it, it would be more like a. Robots. And the theremin coin operated by a grill. <laughs> coin operated by a gorilla. Bar and grill. Like Oh, oh! I thought I heard by a gorilla. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool too. I really like the coin operated by a gorilla. We uh, we we farmed out the work to Donkey Kong. <laughs> All right, and on that note, I think we're gonna take a little bit of break for you. So um, we'll be back in a few. With no music. What we're going to do is talk, tell you about SkinPut. SkinPut is the new item, the new product, the code name for a joint venture with, I believe it's MIT and Microsoft. Who else would it be? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, what they're doing is they're, they've actually built, we, this kind of goes along with the, the theremin. They've built this thing that goes around your arm. And it's a cuff that goes around and it senses the, the resonance, the tones from you making touches on your own body. 
and it counts those as inputs for a computer type device. Whether it's your cell phone, whether you're walking along and you want to answer your call and you have your headpiece in, and you just touch your ring finger and your thumb together, and that answers the call. Or you want to hang up the call and you just touch your thumb to your index finger. So wait, wait, what, what exactly is, is, it's just the motion, there's like a, like a, like the Wii sensor or something on your arm? No, what happens is it senses the, oh, the, the resonance of the movement. It's like an unaudible sensor. So you could have this on and nobody would notice. You could wear a long sleeve shirt and stuff yeah. and have this little thing that just senses the twitches in your arm to determine that. What they're looking at doing, hopefully like the end product will be is where they can have some sort of mini, per, like, Pico projector, maybe a Femto projector, um, that can be just on that band, where it'll cast down a little image of, like, a keyboard, or, like, numbers. Like or a whatever. dial pad, yeah. Yeah, on, on your arm. So you can have it, it'll, it'll sense when you move, and it'll actually show you something on your arm to be able to press on. I, they they have um, they've got things or or they had something like that for PDAs that it's public a little displays of affection public displays of affection where you just put this public display of affection with this <laughs> and well you, you take your PDA and you'd put prop it up on a stand with a and it had a, like a little attachment on top and okay. it would project a keyboard a full QWERTY keyboard wow. onto the desk and it was all infrared and you would just tap where the letters were being projected and it would pick up on where you were blocking out the infrared and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's and cool. I'm thinking it's like the same thing. Now I don't know if this was real or if this is something I saw on some sci-fi website, nerd, no. nerd website. That's actually something that I've seen before. Now, seen yeah, there was an episode of Star Trek, the next generation, where Gaiden was playing chess, the three-level chess. It was probably that. What they developed that into was a computer that was about the size of a small maglite flashlight that you could fit in your shirt pocket, and you would pull it pull it out a little bit, flip one end around, and it would become a tripod that had a projector on top. You could put it up against the wall, and it would project a screen up to the wall, and it would cast down a small keyboard. And right on the inside of the pen was the computer. So the entire computer was about the size of a, a large pen or a small flashlight. Wow. Yeah. That's like future shit. I don't think we're ready for that. I'm not. We don't even have flying cars yet. Can you imagine, though, the kind of people that would be, like, they grew up with that shit, and if they came back to now times, you know, and they'd be like, wow, you actually have to walk up to the wall to a specific point, and yes. you flip the switch. Yeah. You don't touch your elbow. You actually walk. Like, you, you go from here to there, and then twist the knob, and it dims it. Like, what the hell is that three-shell thing? You know, it's just like us like, thinking about cavemen and shit, you know? Oh, yeah, the three-shell thing? Demotion yeah, exactly. Like, I, what, I don't get that what's either. What's that three-shell thing? I don't get it. I don't that, know. That's what he was like, you know, it's... Same I, think that's, I, I think there's probably plenty of people that search Google trying to find that answer. Yeah, I, I bet there is. I could see a big flaw with the skin put. All right. What if you have a bad rash? What if, uh, what if you have a bad rash? Like, ugh, ugh, it's bleeding. Ugh. What if you're with 
with a lady friend or man friend, and uh, there's heavy petting. Mexican tortoise shell. All of a sudden, my lights are going on and off real fast. Like you, uh, you start blowing fuses and shit. Start blowing fuses because of the bump and grind. Yep. Well, it's only an armband. I mean, it only senses what's going on. Do you know the so kinds of things I do off. with my arms? Well, I'm sure you could take this off. It would be if, like your mm, pants. Would I though? Maybe you place your pants it. Off? Do I, I take you my might pa- take your pants off to get it on with a or a man friend? I'm not getting off the man friend. <laughs> we're we're gonna move right along <laughs> to the lady friend, but but yeah yeah. How many times do you not take your pants off? Well, just, or how many times you just leave your shirt on because it's that much easier? Am I gonna take my my arm thingy that controls my lights and my? If it gets more annoying and, and my, that the lights are blinking on and off, and the music going and and shutting off, and you're blowing fuses left and right, then I think you'll take it off. But I think you'll probably go through a few fuses. That might actually turn you on like, even more. And it might. In a good night, you'll probably lose a few buttons out of a button-up shirt. Just like multi-sensory yeah, kind of like stuff. Yeah, like you're elevating like, the intensity of the orgasm. Right, right. And I'm not taking off my little my little skin skin. Matter of fact, you might just strap it onto your but, to your and friend. Then, and then you know what you do? <laughs> you record it and replay it in a house for somebody. You have tours in your house, and you replay all the music and the lights flickering on and off while they're standing in your bedroom, and you call it art. Or a sexual experience. Mm. The sexual that, that experience. Actually, that, you know what? I could imagine that being like performance art. Oh, totally, dude. With no, it'd be a porno without the people. Porno without the people. Wait a second. He's on to something. Can we have porno without the people as the entertainment and our bar without bartenders? Here's the thing. Imagine you've got a people. You've got people in a room. Okay. Okay, so you've got all these little things all over your body like you know projecting on you and every time you do something different lights and stuff are turning on and you're just doing like you know just stroking off or and something right i'm thinking fog machines too if i always wanted machines. to beat off in the fog and and you're you're doing it like almost musically but without it, it would be like music for the death Oh. Like a sexual music for the dead. It'd be, It'd like, be like a what? Theremin, like, dude. It'd be a. Wee. It would be like a beat oh. off in the fog. <laughs> I'm from San Francisco. I'm sorry. It's he what beats, we do. He beats off in the fog. I don't know. The jizz or catches the fog and carries off. Playing to the a theremin with the skin put. So you've got the skin put turning lights on and off while you're making noises with the theremin. How do we feel about it? Is everyone drinking their beers? I <laughs> um, think. Did I catch up everyone? I think drink? with copious amounts of psychedelic drugs, <laughs> this could be the next, like, the, the tens. You know? Like the teens. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, you know? It's like, like it's it. the next generation coming up. Like, it's not the coke scene, it's not the rave scene, it's not the hippie pop yeah, scene. Too much of shrimps? It's like, it's the scene that gets hooked on sitting in rooms. Watching people play their arms while and playing themselves—it's it's like it's almost like a it's like a weird freaky rave, a sex rave, like 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 kind of like a like like a. I think they should drink milk, kind of like clockwork orangeish. You're you're a DJ at like a like a weird rave and you're playing a th- a what what a theremin. a theremin a theremin a thermos yeah a thermos you're drinking from that thermos 
playing this theremin. What, what if he had a massive theremin and he had two people fuck in the middle of the theremin? With skin puts. So you've got lights, you've got sound, well, you and you've the got... the lights on you, you're, and you get the, the you, you're, theremin. Yeah, the, the the, you're in the theremin doing Tai Chi and shit with the skin put, making shit flash with your skin put, making the theremin do things with your movements. It's crazy. I know. It's like you can... Oh, no. I think it would be the most annoying thing ever. Horrible. Horribly annoying. Horrible. Unless you're on acid. Lots. Or shrooms. Oh, no, I think shrooms, shrooms will get to that. Shrooms. Probably maybe some ecstasy. Acid, you may cut the person's head off and... and you know what? And that's okay. I, I've seen some bad signs. I've seen okay. some shit. Have you all ever heard of a, <laughs> um, a, a silent rave? No, yeah, no one can see this at home. Silent raves are I'm fist right now. It's, nothing. It's they're crazy. I've never actually witnessed one personally, but I've heard about them. They exist. It's it's where people you go into this like big tent, and it's like in the middle of the woods or whatever, and this huge tent, and there's a DJ up there, and the DJ DJing, and there's no, it's pretty silent. So he's the worst DJ ever. So no, 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 no. Or everybody's just wearing really headphones. Low. Oh. Everybody's wearing wireless headphones, so everybody oh. there is fucking jamming to the music and going to the lights and everything, but nobody can hear anything outside. So if you saw this, you'd be like, "What the fuck? Are they all? Oh, are they okay?" Not yeah. like an epileptic no, like right, tour. But that's a legitimate question. And no, no, they are not. No, they're probably that's not. A, that's weird. That's real weird. I'm into that. That's but it's cool. like if everybody had some of these headphones on and we were all just fucking dancing out and jail about Walmart. <clears throat> Can you imagine the party? The just outrageously loud party you could have with no sound? Yeah, but then be like trying to pick up on some chick and be like, oh, hold on. And just no, lift, no. Your head, lift your headphones up. Sign lift language. her headphones up. Grab her boob. Yeah. It should be a great skin touch thing. Yeah, you could be like, I need to turn up the music. I'm right? grabbing your tits right? for a reason. You, you grab her tit, and all of a sudden, lights are flashing. No one knows what's going on, but lights are flashing, and she knows. She's like, I'm the tit police. Right? Oh, that would be the greatest place. That would be like the awesomest person to be at the party. I think we should keep that maybe until next time, because I think it's about time to wrap That's the teaser. We're going to be just like the news. When we yeah. come back, we're going to talk about the pet ram. So stay and, uh, tuned. Join us, at, join us at 10 where we discuss <laughs> Elvis and pet rams. And Scooter, I believe you'll be back in about two weeks. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Excellent. He'll be back. Uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, this is Rasta Man and Scooter. And we're going to say uh, good night, folks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good day. Oh. Rock and roll. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired. Well, we'll see y'all tomorrow or next week or whatever. That is that.